You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Our 26th year on the air. Yep, I am Dave Graveline. This for the weekend of Friday, June 25th, 2021. Hour two of three. In the event you didn't know, we do three hours of Into Tomorrow each and every week. We invite you to stop by our site at intotomorrow.com. You can sign up for our free podcast there or wherever you get your podcasts because we're everywhere, are we not? Who are you? I am Chris Graveline. And we are everywhere. We are. Yeah. We're just uh, ubiquitous, Yes, you might say. Some tech news and commentary, and then back to your calls. John in Georgia standing by, among other things. We talked last hour a little bit about uh, whether or not people went nuts with the two-day prime day. So it was really prime days. And we also discovered that a lot of money was spent. It topped $11 billion. $5.6 billion on day one. $5.4 billion on day two. Of course, Rivals, Target, Walmart, Kohl's, Best Buy, they all held their own sales events. And in many cases, their sales events were actually sales. Unlike Amazon that likes to pretend you're getting a big deal discount, sometimes you are, but it's rare. Yeah, apparently Adobe looked into this and they were saying that the the prime the average Prime Day sale was about 10% off. <laughs> That's where, not a lot. Right, whereas on Black Friday at other retailers, you can get 20% or more. Well, so, of course. So the Prime Day sale wasn't really that much of a sale. Yeah, so I think it's all about marketing and Jeff Bozos and his team have, have us thinking, not all of us, but some people thinking, oh, if it's from Amazon, number one, it's already cheaper. Sometimes that's the case. But... Don't not investigate it. Don't shop, don't not shop around is a double negative that I'm trying to say. If you're looking for something in particular, you got to shop around. Mm-hmm. Sure, Amazon is good. Chris always says use Amazon for reviews if nothing else. Not necessarily price. Look at what people are saying. Yeah. I've done that at a, at a Target where I'll scan the UPC on an item with the Amazon app, which will bring up the Amazon listing, and I'll start looking at reviews before I, I decide which one I want to buy at Target. And frequently... The price is better at Target, yeah, and you can take advantage, but you can look at the reviews. Do you really want to get it or not? Did people like this item? Or as we learned when we were at uh, Bass Pro Shops, that some stores will even match the Amazon price, so it's yep. better anyway. Yeah, don't be shy. Don't be afraid to say you will match a better price, correct, if I buy it right now from you? Because most retailers these days will say, absolutely, show me. And you bring it up, there it is, that price, okay, uh, we'll match that. Just tell so-and-so at the register that I said it's approved or whatever. And you can save some money. But um, Adobe, you said, was the one yeah. that did this study saying the sales from Amazon, especially Prime Days, are not really that good. 
Except so for Amazon. Well, for Amazon, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Oh, my God. To the tune of $11-plus billion. Yeah. Ridiculous. Amblin Partners, the production company founded and chaired by director and producer Steven Spielberg, has signed a multi-year deal with streaming platform Netflix. Uh, in a press release on Netflix's website, the two companies announced that the partnership will result in, quote, multiple new feature films per year. Wow. Of course, some might see this as an unexpected turn for Spielberg's company. Given uh, his past stances on streaming movies, two years ago, an Amblin spokesperson publicly announced that Spielberg intended to support changes to the Academy Awards that would reclassify Netflix films as TV movies, <laughs> making them ineligible for Oscars. Whoa. <laughs> and now, now he's gotten in bed with them. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> Isn't that what goes around? comes around uh-huh. that sort of thing oh my gosh and listen folks in an effort to help me with my vocal cord post-surgical re uh, recovery that's what i'm trying to say i was gonna say renewal but my recovery we want to hear more calls so i don't have to speak as much for example john in st simon's island georgia listens on fm 93.7 wbqo when you need to know hey john hey dave and chris uh Congratulations on your longevity on the air, and I'm glad Dave is on the mend. Uh, My question concerns, I guess, a surveillance system. I live in a condo complex, and it's an aging population, and we'd like to kind of keep track of everybody uh, without being obtrusive. In other words, people coming and going and making sure that something hasn't happened inside, but not being obtrusive and, you know, knocking on their door every 30 minutes or something. If y'all have any kind of idea uh, or anything that's out there for sale or any kind of service, please tell me. Thank you. Well, John, it's our pleasure, and thank you for the kind words as well. If you want to track people in common areas, you may be able to find a facial recognition system, but most are not for authorized civilian use, if you will. And you'll almost certainly run into legal trouble if you don't get rock-solid consents from all the residents. Now, general security monitors and, and cameras, not a problem. We haven't found any systems sold to the general public that are not for things like opening a door when someone willingly activates it. So you may face a bit of an uphill battle if you want to find something quite like that. Yeah, if you want to track people within their own homes, you won't be able to find anything that would legally allow you to do that. Yeah. Um, now, if your residents want to be tracked, there are smartphones and other wearables that can be set to alert you if someone falls, if their heart rate is irregular, or if they say they need help. But that's up to each individual to get and wear rather than a pre-built solution for a whole condo. Yeah, because now you did mention, of course, that aging population and you want to kind of keep tabs on everybody. And I'm sure you didn't mean privacy violating, but the ability to just make sure everyone's okay. Now, if you just want people to be able to ask for help, you can set them up with something inexpensive, even like a basic smart speaker that won't come with a monthly bill, but will allow them to call you using their voice if they can't reach your phone. You can also look into very low-tech solutions. I remember many years ago, my grandmother lived in a condominium retirement community. Each of their front doors had a little plastic slider on it, similar to those little stick-on covers for a laptop camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, in the morning, each resident was asked to simply move the slider to one side that revealed a red box underneath. And then at some point later in the afternoon, they were asked to slide it to the other side, revealing a blue box. Then they had a group of volunteers that went around twice a day, and if someone's slider wasn't on the correct color, then they'd knock on the door and check on the resident to make sure everything was okay. Yeah, certainly very low tech, but it did the job. Let us know if that's what you had in mind, John. We'll do a little more digging for you if you'd like some more uh, solutions of a technology nature. Please do join us at your convenience, everyone, at intotomorrow.com. 
Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in, especially during our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, products and services, gadgets and gizmos, software, all sorts of cool things available today and into tomorrow. Thus the name of the show. Aren't we clever? Our next guest's purpose is to redefine the personal security experience through hybrid technology with the consumer in mind, and he'll get you in and out of places with a finger. He's the inventor, CEO, and founder of Benji Lock, Robbie Cabral. Robbie, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Well, Dave, it's uh, it's an honor to be here. I'm pretty good. Uh, uh, tell you the truth, uh, I'm actually a big fan of you because uh, you are a CES veteran. Oh, very and true. That's, <laughs> and that's where ba- basically Benji Lock started. And we personally haven't had a chance to meet. So hopefully now in this upcoming one, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a hybrid 2022 or live, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And I'm actually uh, pretty honored to be here on your show. Well, terrific. We're glad to have you because uh, I've heard of you as well for over the years. Certainly people who are fans of Shark Tank have heard of you and we'll get to that as well. Um, but yeah, 26 years covering CES uh, virtually this year, of course, but I'm, I'm in agreement with you. We're hoping it's an in-person event again, uh, or hybrid of sorts, but we'll be there and then we'll, we'll get to meet. You should also, and I'll say it on the air because it's something we promote uh, big time. You should consider joining us in September in Berlin for IFA. That's the European version of CES, even a bigger show, as a matter of fact. And this will be our 18th year broadcasting from there. We'll get you into our broadcast center in Berlin and talk to you as well in person. So maybe we can meet there before Lost Wages Nevada next time. So That that, that would be a good idea. You know, I haven't personally been to that show yet, so maybe this will be the first time. I mean, good good thing that you brought that up. Oh, for sure. We we can talk more off the air. I'm happy to connect you with our friends from IFA. Uh, They do a heck of a show. That's why we continue to go there. We had to skip last year as well something about some Rona uh, (laughs) where the EU wouldn't let us in. So and and I was in a hospital at the time. So (laughs) we've gotten beyond that now. So we're planning uh, to be there in September and hopefully uh, at the very least attend the show and check it out. And then I know you'll want to exhibit the next year. So we'll talk about that. But speaking about um, uh, finances and, and just getting it all going, how did you happen to start Benji Lock and why that name? Do you have a dog named Benji or how did that work? Well, you know, I, I'll, I'll try to cut it short, but basically, uh, you know, I was uh, working on my normal regular job. You know, I got uh, two kids at home. My wife is, is a teacher. And at the time, you know, uh, my wife was pregnant and the job I took, uh, they said, you know, it's it's family owned. You're good to go. Uh, you know, nothing is going to happen. And 
long story short, six months into it, you know, I guess the financial or anything that was going on in the company, I got laid off. Oh, and it was in the worst time of the year because it was December. And then the same day that I got laid off in the morning time, around nighttime, my younger daughter, now that she's actually sits now, Olivia uh, was born. Oh, so during God. that time the frame, the same day you were laid off, the same oh. day. So <laughs> it, it like really hit me like a brick because I was like, wow, what am I going to do now? You know, I'm, I don't have a job. I got now three kids at home with a newborn. Uh, my wife has to go back to teaching in a month or so. Now I'm basically unemployed at home with kids and, you know. So at the end of the day, I decided, you know, let's do better uh, for myself, for my family. And I started, you know, doing exercise and, and taking the kids to the park and taking care of the chores at home. And long story short, one day I go to the gym at nighttime and I'm in the locker room. And all of a sudden I see someone that left the key inside the locker. And I see the manager comes in and they try to bulk cut the lock and oh then they put God. a drill. And I'm looking at all of this, Dave, and... I'm saying, wow, how come there's just not a lock that you can open with your fingerprint, but also with a traditional key? Just keep it simple. No app, no phone needed. And, and maybe this would not have happened. And that's kind of where the whole Benji lock idea started. So or Benji lock was born. That was the concept. Gotcha. So I'm guessing then what I'm holding up, one of the giveaways you sent for our audience, the Benji lock padlock. And you've got a couple of different flavors of this, different sizes. But yeah, there's an opportunity just for your fingerprint. And we did use one here in our studios. Worked like a champ. So we were able to assign it to a bunch of staff that needed to get into a secured uh, locker, basically. And uh, and it worked so easily and quickly. I mean, we you barely tap it. The lock's open. And yet others whose fingerprint wasn't assigned can't get in. And uh, unless they have bolt cutters or something, well, if it's that important, I'm not w worried about what's in the locker. Uh, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. But why the name Benji? Where'd that come from? You know, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, uh, the dog movie because, uh, you know, at the time, I, I remember I was in my living room and I'm coming up with a lot of names and ideas. And all of a sudden, out of a list of names, uh, Benji Lock came up. And I said, Benji. And then my wife goes, why not Benji Lock? And I said, you know what? Benji Lock sounds nice. It sounds catchy, sounds simple, and the kids will like it. Yeah. And I feel like it will connect with anyone. And tell you the truth, you know, the the padlock industry, which is the regular idea where it started, I always felt that it was kind of boring. And, and I felt like maybe let's just give it a little spark. And I think that name was just different. And that's kind of where the name started. And then that whole process, it was basically myself trying to build a prototype for the next couple of years and, and kind of building a little brand name and the colors and how I wanted to look and feel and all this stuff. And then by little research, you know, I said, where's the best place to actually unveil this prototype? And that's where CES came in. Gotcha. And you spent that time while unemployed uh, actually creating quite the success story. So then the next step, I guess, well, it sounds like uh, overnight, but it wasn't. It was obviously, as you mentioned, a couple of years building the prototypes and getting the ideas going. How'd you end up then on Shark Tank? And for those who saw you on Shark Tank, uh, talk about a success story. Uh, but how'd that come about? Well, it, it actually came about all around the CES momentum uh, because I have my, my little startup booth at, at Eureka Park at CES. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm on, a, on a grind every day coming in, showcasing my product, sleeping five hours a time, you know. And during that time frame, they had, um, I guess, I believe a, a Shark Tank casting call in the Venetian Hotel. 
And I've never heard of the show, never really thought of it. Um, but a lot of people came by the booth and said, hey, uh, this looks like a could be a product for Shark Tank. You should go try it out. I never, I didn't even wanted to bother with it. Um, but at the time, my wife goes, you know what? You should go do it. A lot of people are just saying, talking about it. Why not do the line and, you know, just test your luck. So I said, you know, why not? So went in, did a line, uh, did a little quick casting of two minutes and kind of forgot about it. And a couple of weeks later after the show, I'm at home and all that. And then I got a, a cold call saying, hey, this is so-and-so from the Shark Tank show. And we would like for you to come in and And that whole process was probably like six months on a back and forth interviews and and doing a lot of research on your company because you have to do all these backgrounds and all that. And if it's legit, if it's not. And long story short, they told me one day, hey, uh, you know, come in and, and do your thing. And I said, you know, I don't have nothing to lose. I'm already, <laughs> you know, probably $90,000 already out of financials. My credit wow. cards are all over the place. Um And why not? You know, just just be yourself and, and see if it works out. And I think it, it it was a good good move for myself. Oh, it was definitely a good move. And then you ended up uh, making a deal with uh, Mr. Wonderful, right? Uh, Kevin O'Leary uh, is the the guy that uh, was most impressed by you and your and your pitch. Correct, correct. I mean, uh, the, the show itself it's it's uh, it's accelerating uh, because you don't know who you're gonna pitch the the product literally until a couple minutes before. And then when you actually step into the show, you have to wait at least like 30 seconds before you actually start your pitch. So during those 30 seconds, you know, a lot of people may not know this, but a lot of the sharks, they're all looking at their phones and looking at you and looking at your brand name and searching right away to see oh. because they don't know who you are. So they want to make sure who is this? What's what product is this? Can I can I get him on a question or something? And and that was accelerating. I was nervous, but I said, I don't have nothing to lose. Um, and I think it helped me out a lot because I never really seen the show. Uh, I kind of went and, and, and was just myself. Wow. And while being myself, uh, I think I noticed through all, all the sharks, they were all great from Mark Cuban to Lori Grenier, Barbara Corcoran. I think at the time it was uh, Alex Rodriguez, mm -hmm. uh, which... In my case, I was almost connected because he's Dominican, I'm Dominican, and 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 I felt that there was a good connection there too. But at the end of the day, I felt that um, Kevin O'Leary said one thing. He said, "Have you ever thought of licensing?" And at the time, uh, you know, I, I had approached from companies and all that, um, but I thought to myself, I want to keep my brand name because I felt that as soon as you license, it's kind of like in the music industry that. They sign you for a for a record deal, and all of a sudden, you a record comes out, and all of a sudden, they said, "Well, this band or this artist is not going to make it anymore. Let's shelf it." Mm -hmm. And I felt that I did not wanted to be part of a a corporation that they just take out the name and they just take your technology, and that's it. Well, yeah, and if this is your baby, like one of your children that you've really nurtured all this time. So I, I couldn't agree more with, you know, well, that might be interesting, but I don't think I want to do that. You know, this is mine. I want to see it through. And, and you know, when he asked that, it, 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 it really touched me because I said, you know what, he's actually thinking kind of like where I've been thinking that, you know, he's thinking outside the box. And then he asked me a lot of questions, too, and. And also he asked me, why do you have a guitar on set? And I said, well, I used to be a musician back in the day. And when you had to put your music instruments in the van, you had to lock it up on the back. Mm -hmm. And long and behold, I didn't know that uh, Kevin O'Leary, he loves playing guitar. He's a shredder. 
Uh, so, so those were things right away that I connected on an artistic way. And I felt that he knows business. I'm not, that's not my forte. My forte has always been a creator. And that's why I think that partnership ended up being a, a great one. So that's why I went with him. And, and I think, Robbie, that it was probably so much better that you weren't familiar with the show. So you didn't have that anxiety on top of the initial anxiety anyway. You figured nothing to lose. What the heck? I'm going to go in. I'm going to do my pitch. I'm going to talk about my, my love for my products and my, my creativity. And if they like it, great. If they don't, eh, nothing ventured, nothing lost kind of thing. And it worked out very well for you. Robbie, there's so much more to talk about that we've got to take a quick break and come back and chat more with the inventor, CEO, and founder of Benji Lock at BenjiLock.com, B-E-N-J-I Lock.com. Robbie Cabral, I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. More Into Tomorrow coming up. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United we stand. 1-800-539-9460. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to tomorrow. It's our 26th year on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the inventor, CEO, and founder of Benji Lock, that's B-E-N-J-I Lock, BenjiLock.com, Robbie Cabral. What was the end deal uh, with Mr. Wonderful that you did? So in the end, uh, I went to the show. I remember I asked uh, 200000 for 10% of the company, and then all the, the sharks were kind of pitching in, 200000 for 20%, 200000 yeah. for 15%. And in the end, it was uh, 200000 for... 15% equity in the company uh, because in the end, I, I actually wanted a partner. I wanted someone that um, I could also use as a mentor. So Kevin to this day has been a great investor, but also a mentor. So any, any time that I have questions, uh, he'll be there for me. And, um, and it was a great, uh, great partnership so far because then it really helped me now uh, kind of leverage that partnership to our next partnership, which is uh, Hampton Products International. Gotcha. So it was a good investment. And how's the company doing now? Well, it's been great. I, I mean, I won't lie to you. It was tough at the beginning because, you know, when we partner up together, we only had a prototype. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's why Kevin said, why not license? Because then, Robbie, think about it. You don't have to put all this money and all this investment and try to now create a product from scratch. And then, you know, I had no idea how the retail world works. And that's another monster to yeah. try to get your product on retail, to try to compete now with 
all the companies that actually have been there, done that. Um, and I felt to myself, as long as I can keep my brand name, that's what I want to do. I mean, let's do it. So we ended up partnering with Hampton Products, which people know because they make all the Brinks uh, security locks. Okay. And they've been in the business for over 30 plus years. They're the number two padlock company in America. And I felt that they were hungry. Uh, the CEO, Kim Kelly, said, hey, uh, we like Robbie. We, we've seen him at CES. We've been in touch, but nothing really went to fruition until I actually partnered up with Kevin. And then everything kind of uh, flourished. And they said, you know what? Let's make a Benji lock and let's do it. So that process, it took a little bit because they had to kind of digest my prototype. Yeah. And then from there, what you call now uh, design for manufacturing, that's a lot of work. So that really took probably uh, almost six to eight months to kind of finalize that idea. And then the original version, which was this one, uh, fingerprint and traditional key, this one actually came out uh, late August of 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there now, uh, thanks to them, we've been able to, uh, the same technology, use it for the TSA travel lock, for traveling, anyone that is on the go, um, then we also basically this year at CES, we unveiled a whole lineup of the same technology of fingerprint and key, uh, kind of like, you know, we, you have your bike now, your bike lock, especially now with everyone going through the pandemic, a lot of people biking and all that. Oh, there you go. I see yep. that you have we, one already. We, we so. have one for giveaway. So some lucky listener that rides a bike and wants to secure it with their fingerprint uh, can do it. But by all means, and let me remind our audience listening on the radio, visit intotomorrow.com and you'll see the video. So you get to see Robbie and these cool products. You were just demoing the bike lock. So even though I interrupted, sorry about that. Show me how that works. Yeah. So basically, it's the same technology as the original padlock is fingerprint. Just you that unlock quick, it, it and that's it. Wow. But then you also have your traditional key at the bottom. Gotcha. So th that was always my main goal when I saw that issue that happened in, in the gym because the gentleman couldn't open his locker. He was locked out because he left the key inside. So I said, why not just make it a hybrid? You know, just kind of like how the cars are now in this day and age going from gas so now you have the hybrid mm -hmm. uh you know plug in you still have your gas you still can plug it in i don't want to go all electric i still want to be in that kind of halfway moment and i feel that sometimes technology wants to go too fast which is great but also you know a lot of us you know in this day and age you still get out of my house right now and all the houses they still have a keyhole yeah so i felt that you know the key is is still a dynamic thing in in, in my technology because i felt that People still use keys, but not everyone wants to go all in into the new tech. So um, that was the whole point. And just try to keep it like that simple. There's still no app, no phone. It's not connected. There's no Bluetooth. It's very personal security. And that was my goal. But to use your car analogy, Robbie, which is very good, but then a lot of people I'm thinking are, are probably listening or watching and saying, I don't need a key for my car. I just have a fob. And it's in my pocket and, and the car unlocks and I push a button to start. So they've eliminated the key in that sense. 
do you see eliminating the keys ultimately? I mean, it is a great backup, but don't get me wrong. I think it's terrific, especially if you have a hide a key option or, you know, you stash one somewhere, especially as important as it is to get into your own house, for example. Uh, you want to be able to have that backup so you don't mm-hmm. lock yourself out, but you always have your fingers. And the chances yep. are that you're not going to use anything but your fingerprint, your thumb, your forefinger. You, of course, have the option to have many fingers enrolled, if you will, uh, many family members or staff. Uh, so there you got extra backup, too. But I've already learned in using the fingerprint door lock, which we love, that I have my thumb, but I also have a forefinger. And then I have another finger on the other hand, depending on what I may be carrying. So I think that's forward thinking as well. But again, mm-hmm. using technology uh, very appropriately. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, talking on the on the door lock itself, uh, I won't lie to you. The first batch of the fingerprint door locks that we did, I still have it here installed in my home. And the first thing I noticed was when I was going to groceries, and normally, you know, in my household, it's always on the go. Whether one kid has baseball, the other one has gymnastics, <laughs> uh, up and go with school, the pickups, drop offs, all these other things. Uh, it used to be before before that. We all come in and they have to wait in the door because I have the key and I got to open up for them. And now it's like I'm still unloading and the kids are already in because they use their fingerprint. They're already taking a shower. They're doing their thing. And I'm like, wow, that was quick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and they're all kids. So that's when I knew that, OK, there's something special here because the younger generation are just kind of getting it right away. Um, and it's just that that ease of, of use. Oh, yeah. Well, we have our uh, now nine-year-old young Cameron able to get in and out of the studios very easily as well. And he was so proud that he programmed his fingerprint. And uh, and especially when other staff still had to punch numbers. So that, that was very cool. And again, that easy to do. We're so f- way over our interview time, but you're such a delight to chat with. I can see that you're probably got those creative juices flowing. Your R&D is happening. Uh, I'm imagining we can see see more Benji Lock products into tomorrow in the near future. And uh, and we'll have to get you back on to talk about them as well. Meantime, where can folks find the Benji Lock goodies? Oh, anytime through uh, BenjiLock.com or BuyHampton.com. And at your available retailer, whether it's Walmart, Home Depot, uh, Lowe's, uh, and even your non-traditional hardware stores like uh, Beta or Urban Outfitters or Best Buy, um, nice. that, that's the beauty of a, a Benji lock that now we're able to not only go into your traditional hardware stores, but also these new up and coming retailers that you're not accustomed of seeing a lock. So th- that, that's the beauty of it. And also that kind of that partnership with Hampton products that they're able to not only manufacture the product, but help me distribute it all over North America. So very proud of that. Well, great success. And we're so happy for you, Robbie. You're, you're a gentleman, a young man with a young family and doing the right thing. It's the American dream. And we're very proud of you for being able to do that. And thank you for joining us on Into Tomorrow. Looking forward to having you back. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it again. It's an honor, you know, from a CES to another CES veteran. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully this coming year we're going to see each other and wishing you always the best. Oh, terrific. And we appreciate 
appreciate that. BenjiLock.com is where you can see all the cool products and see what Robbie and his team now are up to. And of course, IntoTomorrow.com is where we will link you to Robbie's site. We're back with more. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Let's lead off this segment with another Into Tomorrow fun tech tidbit that you can share with your family and friends or enemies, if you wish. Every day, people watch over a billion, with a B, a billion hours of video on YouTube. That's sad. It is sad. I mean, it's, you watch probably half a billion yourself. No, not quite. Maybe a quarter. <laughs> but every day, a billion hours of videos on YouTube. Holy moly. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Yeah, that's Blueberry without the E's. Blueberry, I like to say. Skin cancer is nothing to fool with, but it's not always easy to check whether you have it. Well, a new health tech device could solve that problem with this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. Here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Skin cancer is serious business. Melanoma kills more than 7,000 people in the U.S. every year. If you have a suspicious mole, you should get it checked out by a healthcare professional. But even in the best of times, it can be hard to get an appointment with a dermatologist. And thanks to the pandemic, you may have to wait months to see a doctor. Well, a company has created a sticker that lets the skin check come to you. Patients apply the sticker to a suspicious spot and then peel it off and place it on a collection strip that gets mailed back to the lab. The company uses genetic analysis to check for cancer cells, which they claim is more effective than a traditional biopsy at detecting early-stage cancer. This new approach could give patients peace of mind, and might even free up some dermatologist schedules so that they can focus on patients who are more likely to have cancer. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. Know before you go high or low with customizable alerts and alarms. Be sure to visit dexcom.com for more. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Man, do we have a bunch of cool stuff. It's already piling from floor to ceiling in our hallway leading to the studio. That's what happens every single year at summertime. Go figure. I've already tripped over prizes three or four times. I know, but you didn't break anything. Not yet. Oh, good. Well, don't. Be very, very careful. And here's the deal. All we need to do is to hear you on the program. Help for another listener. Any kind of a consumer electronics question and any tech issue at all, some tech rage, whatever, just be heard on the show and you win. 
It is that easy. So when you call in and participate, and Chris is going to tell you shortly how you can do just that. It's so easy, so many easy ways. Let us know two or three of the items you hear us mention, or they're all listed on the post at intotomorrow.com. We'll do our best. No promises, no guarantees, but to try to get one of those to you. For example, from Weeboos, these are popular giveaways every year. Uh, they've participated for several years. Uh, they sent some of their drive sleek vehicle cell phone signal boosters valued at 200 bucks. They sent us a box of those. Um, from Audio Technica, we've got a quiet point wireless active noise canceling in ear headphones. Are you a musician or want to be? Yamaha sent us an EAD10 drum module. It transforms acoustic drum sounds with studio quality digital effects. And that's worth $629. From LFO, if you've got a kid or know somebody who's got a, a small kid, they've sent Eclip baby car seat alarms. These offer peace of mind to busy parents and can help save your child. Yeah. Uh, from Vox Electronics, we've got a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle smart TV overhead monitor system. That's worth $700, yeah. I hear. Are you an Android user? Well, if you are, either phone, tablet, what have you, you want one of these. From TypeWise, they've sent us a whole bunch of promo codes for lifetime subscriptions to their TypeWise custom keyboard for Android devices. we got so many more things to share with you. Stay tuned. We're going to tell you more of our goodies. But how does one participate in order to get these things? They could uh, call the Ask Dave hotline anytime, 24-7, 365 or 366 on a leap year. Thanks for clarifying <laughs> you're, that. You're how about just anytime? Yeah. Uh, at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button there that will allow you to record a message using the microphone on your device and send it right to us. Or you can do a similar thing on our site at intotomorrow.com and look for the little red uh, microphone. This is Ask Dave. So you're saying there really are so many easy ways to participate and win stuff. Exactly. It's really that easy. So we do hope that you will join us because it is that easy. And we love to send these goodies to you. Our postage and shipping bills during every summer are astronomical. But you, our audience, are worth it. Ray in Niagara Falls, New York, listens to our free 24-7 stream. Thank you for that. Hey, Ray, welcome into tomorrow. Well, Dave, uh, I guess you're uh, getting ready for your surgery. I want you to know that you're in our prayers and we'll be in our thoughts. And I hope everything goes well and you have a speedy recovery. Thank we you. We really uh, enjoy your show, Listen to you for almost 26 years, and uh Keep up the good work. Dave and Chris, you guys are doing a great job. Just the way things are going, just keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Ray. That was very nice and a pleasant surprise. See, I don't hear the calls ahead of time, so I didn't know what was coming, but that was very nice of him. And my recovery is going well. The fact that I have my voice and I'm not sounding like I'm going through puberty every 10 seconds is a good sign. I just cannot project loudly yet. Well, I shouldn't ever. But I'm trying to be mellow. As Chris said, I'm sort of the Delilah of tech radio (laughs) for a little while anyway. So thank you again. That was very nice. We want to hear from anyone who wants to participate on the program and win fabulous prizes. You just have to be heard. 800-899-INTO. Anytime, 24-7. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text radio to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word radio to 35000. I shall do just that. Rennie in Windsor, Ontario used to listen to us on CKLW until they decided to just sell their weekends because they're just money-hungry. Well, you get the idea. Now, Rennie and others listen online, in this case, via TuneIn. Hey, Rennie. I recently bought a new widescreen TV, and it has a number of HDMI inputs, but my Marantz does not have HDMI outputs. So, long story short, I did get it to work by using the RGB connections and the sound cable. However, I wanted to connect a backup DVD player, and the LG has only one input for the RGB and RCA inputs that's shared. So I bought a RCA to HDMI cable, but it doesn't recognize the player. Uh, I don't understand why it, it doesn't work. Well, mainly it's because it's an LG device. I'm not impressed with LG, but Rennie, HDMI is a digital standard, while RCA is analog. Uh, You'll need something with some brains, basically, to convert from one to the other so your device can understand the signal being fed to it. Yeah, so just a cable won't work if you're trying to convert from RCA to HDMI. Going from that analog RCA to the digital HDMI will require a converter of some kind, usually a small powered box. Um, Unfortunately, if you just bought a cable, that won't be enough to get the job done. The good news, though, is these little converter boxes, you can find them online for $20, $30, sometimes even less. They're they're not expensive, and they will do the job. Now, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be full high def, for example. Um, but, or will it be? No, it'll still it, just be the, anal- or the, 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 the SD signal, but yeah. at least it'll convert it to that digital signal that the HDMI cable can put out. Gotcha. And putting out is important. Do you get our free once-a-week tech newsletter? We hope that you do. If not, we invite you to visit intotomorrow.com. If the Internet gods are with us, a little box pops up and asks only for your email address, which we don't spam you, we don't share with anyone, but you get a lot of cool stuff. Tech news, who's on the show this week, the list of prizes available, Beth's tech tip. It's almost time to celebrate America's independence, and technology is helping lots of people do so. 
uh, even sending thanks to those brave souls who defend it. Ah, very good. And Google's Chrome browser has a ton of hidden little tricks you may not know about. We tell you about some of the most helpful tips that will make your life easier. It's all in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter. Sign up for it. It's free at intotomorrow.com. <laughs> 